0: such a beautiful sound welcome back to dirt tracks and rib racks episode 31 got a full crew here today me and blake kyle got a few segments here today <clears throat> got scotty phil on later might as well jump right into it got a few stats and stuff to let you know let you in on
1: going with the feature finish segment yep, first
0: start off with our feature finish
1: so uh the texas two-step down at Cotton Bowl Speedway in Page, Texas. The World of Outlaws, two-day show, Friday, Saturday. The Outlaws is back. Outlaws are back. It seems like they didn't run for like a month. It does. Dang, so since It's only been two weeks, but yeah. It was, seems like it is forever. It does. But good racing there. I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but I want to get there sometime for sure.
2: It looks good. We were supposed we to have happen. a... old well, Satellite might have made an appearance here, uh-huh. but he didn't. He had work in Dallas, so... No, he was playing softball in Dallas. Oh, he was playing softball in Dallas, yeah. not work yeah, no worky. It was play. It was play, not work. <laughs> all work,
1: no play. Or yeah. all, all play, no work, sorry. Yeah. Um, Figures. So, yeah, we watched it on the Dirt Vision, the good old Dirt Vision. And uh, pretty racy. It was, it was a, lot of, a lot of passing. It was. Yeah. Uh, Donnie came, what, 13th to 5th? 5th the first night. 5th, yep. yeah. And he got buried again last night. He, he qualified 19th both nights. Yep. Uh, and he finished, what, 10th last night? Eighth last night. Eighth last night, behind Brad Sweet. Yep. Was it eighth or ninth? Eighth. Eighth, okay. So, yeah, uh, night one, Friday, Sheldon took the win, running the high line, ripping it. Imagine that, the high line. Yep. Second, uh, Corey Lyson looked good, and he, he got past late, uh, And
2: then Brad he, Sweet third. Bummer for Corey Lyson too, because he was leading most of that race. He, yeah, he
0: I, did. He led most of it. I thought he was actually going to win it. Just, Me too. Just looked like he had that car. Yeah. Till the end. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's how it how it goes. But. Yeah.
1: Not too uh, Macedo, uh finished first, second, Sam Safrateep, and uh, third. Darren, not Darren McFadden. Why do I always say that? <laughs> James McFadden. Darren McFadden played football. Yeah. Um, Macedo man. Uh, he he passed Safrateep like he was
2: sitting still. Yeah, he did. But I think that that caution really hurt that. Yeah. There was there was a late caution, and and kind of gave uh, Macedo the opportunity to. You know, come back. I mean, that's just racing. But, man, I thought I thought Sam was walking away with that one for a while. Yeah. He led most of the race anyway. He was quick time. anyone he won the dash. Yep.
1: Which leads into he came the he became, Sam Hayter Jr. became the fifth driver in five races during the Slick Woody's Quick Time Award. Bring the driver of the 15 h to a total of 15 quick times in his World of Outlaw career. He got the Cotton Bowl, ran around there uh, for his qualifying lap at 13.612 seconds. Is that a
2: track record or no? No. No, no, I didn't think so.
1: Then, Still uh, pretty quick. Yeah, it his, is. The heat race wins went to Sam Havert, his forty fifth career, Craig Kenzer, hundred and twenty second career. And Jacob Allen, thirty sixth career, heat race win. Sam Haver kept his perfect night alive with a Derivision fast pass dash victory as well. Herriton Jennington completed the week weekend sweep with a micro light last chance showdown by winning both Friday and Saturday night in his number three car. Tanner Thorson finished 15th, and Darren Pittman finished 22nd. Both qualified for their 1st what of lost feature of the 2022 season. Darren Pittman, what a
2: story. Yeah. I think he was just – what 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 they say? He was just in the stands? Uh, I he was, don't know. I he was, didn't was hear just it. there. I, I didn't hear it. Okay, so the story I got was this. He was there just visiting family and friends. Uh, Casey ran Friday night. Yep. And he was still kind of feeling the effects from that really, really bad crash at Volusia. Nasty. So he went over and he was talking to Darren, and I guess Darren wasn't drinking beer. And he was like, "You want to shot at the car?" And Darren's like, "Fuck yeah!" So Darren jumped in the car, like it still had Kane's name on it. Like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Darren didn't have a seat there, so yeah. he's probably in Casey's seat. So they're probably you know. about the same size, oh, similar yeah. at least. But yeah. he jumps in and he runs for Casey Kane once more. Made I mean, the future. He was a long time Casey Kane driver, anyway.
1: Yeah, got a championship there in 2013.
2: Yep, that was driving the two car. No, no, nine car. It was nine. nine yeah, it was nine. Sorry. It was the ION. Uh, no, it was a uh, Great Clips car. Great or, Clips car. Yeah. That's right. The last year you were in it was uh, the ION. ION yep. or whatever. Yep. yep. But anyway. Good weekend there. The dude, Cotton Bowl. Awesome. Awesome storylines. You know, that still happens. and uh, There wasn't at, many cautions Friday night. There was one caution or two cautions
1: in the A. There was no cautions in the heat races at all. Actually, they didn't yeah. have a caution until the A main, Friday night. Yeah. And then Saturday was a shit show. It was I'll, cautions and... That was another weird thing of the who night. Who got ran over the first lap? Eli- Eliason and who who ran him over in first lap?
2: It was Eliason and Jacob Allen, wasn't it? Uh, Craig Kinzer. Kinzer was in it too, yeah. Yeah, Kinzer was involved in that. And Jacob Allen was involved because it fucked up his nose yeah. wing. Yeah, Because Jacob Allen actually won heat races both nights.
1: Yeah, I think he did.
2: He did win heat races both nights. He was in both dashes. So, uh, I mean, Jacob Allen's kind of turned on. Uh, another story that I saw was... Uh, coming on there was that Friday night I didn't know that this was a rule but since the person on the inside or the person on the outside was gaining significant advantages in taking the lead when they started they went with, to single file when they restarts. started the feature they went to single file restarts I, did I didn't that. know that they did that
1: I didn't either yeah because they said that the bottom was where it was at yeah, I've never seen them do that I've never seen them do that no me neither I, Maybe I, that's yeah. a new rule I don't know because
2: usually they get to choose top or bottom right yeah or, Anyway, just, just thought that was kind of a, kind a different of a, thing.
1: Sounds like a NASCAR move to me. Yeah. It was kind of not like comparing them to NASCAR, just the stupid rules NASCAR yeah, has like that. You yeah. Know what I, mean?
2: I get you. I get you. I didn't know if it was kind of a make it up as we go along kind of rule. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. You know, anyway, evidently it's a rule. Yeah, that is, that is weird. I, I never think I've ever seen that. I've never seen it, but you know, it happened. Yep. Um, but anyway, we, uh, we move out to California, the, uh, the, the uh, John pageant Classic Silver Cup at Silver Dollar Speedway in Chico, California. My sister-in-law lives in Chico. I don't think she attends the race, but she Got does it. live in Chico. Yeah. Um, night one, Justin Sanders, Caleb Montgomery, Andy Forsberg, Willie Croft, and Shane Golubic round out your uh, top five. Uh, Shane was also 14th to 5th that night, so he was on a rail. Hard charging. Moving, moving through mm-hmm. the field. Looking nice. Yeah. And then uh, night two. It was 35 laps, $5,700 to win. It was Mitchell Facinto taking home the cash. Uh, Justin Sanders, uh, Chase Magic, Shane Golovic, and Caleb Henry all there. So yeah.
1: 49 cars there as well. 49 cars. Yeah. That was a 360 race. It was a 360 event. race.
2: Sorry, I should have said that. But That's yeah. okay. It was, big uh, race.
1: It's a big event out there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was good, man. That was a good race. I didn't get to watch much of it. so I didn't Did either. you watch any of it? No, other? I didn't. No, so uh we also it actually
1: ha- wasn't on flow or anything. It was on something else. I don't remember what it was, maybe it was if it was even broadcasted. Uh it wasn't on flow or derision. So
2: also a little tidbit from that uh that race there at Silver Cup, uh High Sierra Industries added a fifteen hundred dollars guaranteed and four thousand to the winner. Um Alex Pageant added the extra thousand dollars to the purse, uh giving the top ten an extra hundred dollars each. Placerville, Placerville Speedway, sorry. Also pitched in an extra thousand dollars to the top ten finishers in the A Main, spread out a hundred dollars each. So extra cash in the hands. Throwing heads. the money's out. Throwing the money's I like out. I like, I like it too. It's good for the. It's, yeah. good. it's good. Good for the sport. Good for so everything. That's kind of really.
1: why the I looked at the that that winning purse was like fifty seven hundred, and I was like, it's an
0: odd number. Kind of.
1: What's the significance? I don't know if it's a guy's number or something. Uh, but there we figured it out because. Yeah. I just started throwing money at people it. Were, people yeah, were tossing money. money. So, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't bitching.
2: So. No. I wouldn't and be I, bitching. I ain't bitching either. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> I wish people around here would start tossing cash if we're going to get 49 car counts. Yeah. You know. Just don't tax it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a
1: story about that later. But
2: <laughs> Okay. Uh, also in action, uh, ASCS Elite Non-Wing at I-30 Speedway in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, Friday night uh was a 20-lap A feature. Uh, Justin Zimmerman, Shane Cockrum, and Landon Crawley finished your uh, top three on your podium there. And then night two was a 5,000-to-win 30-lap feature. Uh, you had Cody Gardner, Shane Cockrum, Justin Zimmerman. So Shane Cockrum, second both nights. Missing out on the big money, but I'm sure he got paid. Last lap pass. Last lap pass, yeah, yeah. Also that night, man, what a nasty wreck. Oof, that was... Car bad. Car into the stands. Uh-huh. Well, not really into the stands, but in front of the stands. Nobody got hurt. Everybody walked away. They, I think they just wanted some beer afterwards. Yeah, that's what he said. What did the post say?
1: He said, where's the beer curler at? Because I need like 18 of them. Yeah,
2: that <laughs> that would have been Jason Howell and Chase Parsons. Uh, got into Parsons. each other there. Parsons, sorry. Got into there. Yeah, and, that was... Uh,
1: and like four laps into the race, dude. Goes, it was. Well, four laps into the season, I already junked a brand new car.
0: so
2: <laughs> That hurts. Yeah, that's... It <clears throat> does hurt. That. But it was, dude, it was nasty. It was end over end. It wasn't like a flip. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was, it was mm. you know, front to back. It was, it was gross. So.
1: Yeah. Cocker, I'm good to see him running around, you know, in that 66 car. It is. Yeah. Good to see that car back. And, yeah. I mean, he's still, he's staying sharp.
2: I mean, I mean he ran with the... Uh, um, Extreme Series. Extreme Series at Volusia. Yeah. And now he's still running, just kind of venturing around. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure. Then we got the Southern All-Star Dirt Racing Series, late models at Cherokee Speedway. Chris Madden won it. Mike Marler come in second, and Johnson Davenport come in third.
1: That was today. That's fresh news. Yeah, fresh news, fresh off the press. Yeah, $10,000 richer for Chris Madden.
0: Yep, that's true. I forgot to even say that. <laughs> yeah, it's a $10,000 race. That's, that's pretty big right there. March mm-hmm. Madness. Then we had the uh, Spring Nationals at Sonoy. Late models, that was 10000 to win, too. Shane Clinton Clanton won that one. That's yeah. about all the info I got on that. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't find some, any.
2: Sometimes some of this shit's a little hard to find. Yeah, We know what's going on. Looked yeah. up every... And that was 10000 to win, too. Yeah, it yep. was. So Checked I, on I every
0: site we could think of and couldn't find any more. But I was
1: going to put in on – I guess I could pull it up on dirt draft. I was going to put in for that race last night, but I didn't. Because it was like Shane Clanton, I think maybe Big Sexy was there. Brandon Overton was at one of them. And then there was like three or four guys I knew. But yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> I, I put in for them, but I can't get my dirt draft working right now. Uh. I, w- I was going to check it earlier. Oh, damn it. It <laughs> wouldn't tell me. <laughs> Damn it. <clears throat> then they had the week- weekly show at Lincoln Speedway on Saturday. Mackery won that one. Second place was Stutz. Third place, Dietz. Fourth place, Danny Dietrich. And fifth place was Kofoid. Old buddy Kofoid finishing fifth. Yep.
1: Running that 71. uh Indy yeah. Race Parts car. Yep. Yep. For Bernie Stubkin.
2: Yep. And then... uh what our, our old friend KTJ was in that race. Yeah, he's running over in uh, Pennsylvania right now with the wing on. I think he started fifth that
1: night. Started fifth. Yep, yesterday. Finished twenty first.
2: Finished twenty first. Pulled off. Yeah, that's okay though, man. He's <clears throat> he's got to get he's got to get his racing in where he can get it in. You know.
1: Yeah, and I did see he was at Port Royal today too. He, I don't think he, he finished like sixteenth in the B. I think. Yeah, he didn't do too
2: well today at Port Royal. It's going to take a little bit to get used to that car. Like he's, like he said, he was he's taking a risk at not winning. Yeah. like he used to win, and he's. He's gotta learn a different style of driving now that he's not used to driving, like being being with the World of Outlaws at Tri State's one thing because that's a track that you know yeah forward and backwards and now you're gonna you know, run these tracks that you've never ran before in a car that you've never big, ran before. <laughs> big learning curve. New crew. New
1: Some, crew. Well, one new guy yeah. he brought with him, one guy we brought with him, but new guys and Port Royal. We wish him the best. We're looking after him. Yeah, for sure. But yes. speaking of Port Royal, which leads us right into Port Royal, it was their opening day was today. <laughs> it was a good day, a nice matinee event. I like I like the afternoon the, Sunday. Race. The matinee
2: was nice. I was uh, I was sitting on my couch, and I kicked it on for the heat race. I watched the heat race on my couch, and then I had to go take care of some business. But man, I text Blake. I was like, I'm digging this Saturday afternoon race, like or Sunday afternoon race. That is, yeah, you know, kick back, watch a race mid afternoon. Felt like it was, you know, normal. Yeah, it was nice.
1: Which leads us to Lance DeWeese taking the win. Second place, Mike Wagner. Good run for him today. Was a good run. Third place, Justin Peck. Fourth, Danny Dietrich. Double D. Fifth, Logan Wagner. That's a sharp Zemco car. It is. That car always looks good. It baby. always looks good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see his new uh, shirts? uh uh-uh. It's got like the Austin Powers lettering. Oh, like, yeah. A little, like oh, like the seventies like cool. or 70s. Yeah. yeah. So I almost tagged you guys in it last night. I'll show you later. But. Uh, yeah, that was a good uh, good race. I was part
2: of it. It was a good race. I'm just glad we got weekly racing on now. Yep. So you know, glad. Worst come, <laughs> worst come to worst, we got weekly racing in Pennsylvania. Thank God for Pennsylvania. And soon yeah, we'll sit- have weekly racing in Indiana.
1: Yep. We're sitting here watching uh, the replay from Lincoln, actually. So yep. From yesterday.
0: Anyway, what's on deck, Charlie? Next week, the outlaws head to California for a three-week trip. They'll be out there for three weeks in a row. Hopefully keep good weather and not rain out any.
2: Let's try not to rain it out.
0: Yeah. Hate when that happens. They'll be at uh Raceway, March 11th and 12th, Merced Speedway on the 18th, and Ocean Speedway on the 19th, then at Bakersfield Speedway March 25th, and Paris on March 26th.
1: Yep. That's going to be a good racing,
0: boys. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. really
2: good racing. It's going to be some late nights for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, that's Cali- right. California yeah. time. We're going to be up late. Did you hear that, Shalyn? Be prepared to be up late, or <laughs> I will at least. That's when I move the TV back into the bedroom. For yeah, a year. that's what yeah. I'm doing. Uh, yeah, moving the old Roku back in the bedroom and, be and going to bed at midnight. And, yep. Yeah, but, but I'm to sleep to racing. Got to watch the racing, man. Got to get it in. But I'm pretty excited about some of them. Uh, they're all they're all pretty racy tracks. They uh, are. I like Ocean Speedway. I like watching that because that's the Taco Bravo. They run those yep. every Friday night. Yep. Um, Paris, of course, is always
2: good. Awesome. Solid. Yeah. Tolera Thunderbolt is kind of a racy yeah. track.
1: they all, they're all, all like Bakersfield. Like yeah. the midgets ran in Bakersfield last year and yep. it was nice. So, yeah, good, good West Swing. Hopefully they can get most of them
0: in. Usually the weather's good out there, but you never know. Yeah. This California. Yeah. It'd be warm anyway, but yeah. you just never know what the. Friggin' rain. I'm gonna go ahead.
2: What do you guys say on the over-under on uh, rainouts for the uh, six races out in California? You gonna say two rainouts of the six, or... I'm gonna say zero. Zero. Zero for you guys? I don't think it rains much out there. I'm gonna go with at least... I'm gonna go with the under on two, but I'm gonna say more than one. I'm gonna say at least one rains out. Damn.
0: Just... Where's your faith at, bro? Just wishing some, putting Dude, some mother, bad juju on us right here. Mother nature's a huge bitch. Yeah, don't you cow- know this?
1: Yeah, I, when it's here, yeah, it's always a bitch. <laughs> but it seems like out there, it's been good here lately. But well, never we just,
2: know. we just had Jake Swanson talking to us that yeah, he was supposed he, to be there. CRA supposed to be running. CRA supposed to be running this weekend, and he landed. And what did he tell you? It, he he found out it rained out after, after he, landed. he landed. Yeah. What a what a fucked up situation. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but looking
1: forward to the California swing. Didn't think I'd ever say that, but yeah, it's racing. <laughs> I'm actually just looking forward to seeing them run out there. Because they run out there, what, two years, three years? Two years, probably? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'd say two years Man, anyway. And Paris is badass, dude. That's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Hell
2: yeah. I'm ready for it. So That's about all we got for uh, the feature finish segment this week, isn't it, boys? You guys that's, got anything else on this? That's all. I think I wrapped that one up. All right, we're going to move on. We got... Our smoke segment up next, food and cooking. But first, we have a little piece for Rounders,
1: our sponsor. Um, Rounders Two Pizza. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Rounders Two Pizza, home of the nameless pizza, located in Dale, Indiana. That's T O O, not number two. Follow them on Facebook for weekly specials, like our favorite Thirsty Thursday is twelve wings and a pitcher of beer for fourteen dollars. Dine in or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172 or follow them on Facebook.
0: Care what anybody says. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. And one
1: of the best restaurants
0: around. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Best deal. Like, there's no argument there. Where
0: else are mm-hmm. you going to get 12 wings and a pitcher of beer? Any beer for you for want. For $14. Not
1: just, uh, oh, it's just the uh, bushlight light only. No, it's every <laughs> Not that they have all like twenty beers, but it's
0: anything they got on tap. They have
1: what, six beers on tap? Yeah. Amberbach, they got Bushlight, Bud Light, Budweiser, uh Mick Mc Ultra, and they have usually a some kind of a uh, craft had, beer of some kind like they had a brisky
2: for a while. Uh, yeah. They did. Yep. But they
1: have like a usually like a IPA or something like a what's the one over there in Cincinnati? Um dropped it. Uh anyway, some kind of an IPA oh, beer. Oh, Rhinegeist. Yeah, just Some of them or just uh something hoppy, you know. Yeah. But anyway, some like make you holla. Done yeah.
2: it only. You guys that. were but, You guys were over there this week Yeah, again. we were. <laughs> you guys are always
1: over so there. But, I actually had to run down and get some wings too.
2: What did you guys uh what was on your on the
0: menu there at Rounders this week for you guys? We got to uh, thinking we hadn't had a one of those really good freaking pizzas in a while. The gridiron? The gridiron. Oh. <laughs> we hadn't had one of those I'm in a so minute. jealous. So, so jealous. We ordered a big jumbo one oh, and man. split a split some wings too. Yeah we split it was your first time
1: trying the uh
0: Buffalo sweet red chili mix. Uh-huh. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Toss them in sweet Chili, toss them in Buffalo. It sounds as good as or it tastes as good as it sounds. Yeah you right. can't you can't uh, holy crap. Nah,
2: you can't mess there. Speaking of buffalo wings, we threw we finally threw an order to the Dirty Buffalo. We were going to Ooh, forever, yeah. but uh, got that in. Yeah, we did get it an in. And
1: Charlie and, appreciate the delivery today. Charlie with yes, the sir. delivery
2: today. I was uh, check them out, man. If you guys if you guys listen, you guys ain't had that. Check that out. I got the uh, Buffalo Soldier, the Cajun Buffalo, and the Strabonero. What'd you guys get?
0: Pretty much the same thing, except for I didn't get the Dirty uh, Buffalo Soldier. I got. Hot, just hot. Fuck it hot's good. <laughs> yeah, hot's
1: always good. Yeah. And I got some Cajun buffalo and a sweet heat mesquite sauce. Ooh,
2: that sweet heat mesquite. I'm get on some ribs, maybe. They, <laughs> get on anything, bro. Might, I can't to do, wait to try it. I might have to do some buffalo ribs and some sweet heat mesquite. Let's do it. Buffalo
1: seasoning. We need buffalo ribs or Cajun ribs. Cajun buffalo. Cajun ribs. buffalo. Cajun yes. buffalo ribs. Yes. If
0: if anybody's ever listened to this show, they've heard us talk about how good that Cajun buffalo is. That's about, it's to, not, it's so about that, to happen on some ribs. Yeah,
1: they, they they just sell them on their. They have seasonings as well. But yeah. you go on their website and go to the catalog, I think, and then it's you go under there and it's under like your t-shirts and stuff. But there's a different category for to click on to buy sauces and seasonings, and they they have the bottle already labeled, just a blank label, and they get a marker and just write the name on That's it. So right. it's all made. I mean, it's whatever they got made. I guess they just bottle it up and made so, bottled it out.
0: Can't wait to eat it. Gives you yeah. that uh, hometown feeling, like it's a little small. Company, and. yeah, and we probably got what 30 pounds of wings left,
1: yeah. At 30 least. pounds, yeah.
0: You got 10,
2: I got 10, Charlie's got 10. I need to get those to you, by the way. That's okay, so, yeah. that's okay. I know where they're at, yep. I know where they're at. We can, we might just toss them in for the wing ding and just say call it fucking even there, yeah. It might be the easiest thing to do. We can always get more, so it's whatever. We'll we can always buy more.
0: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Wings <laughs> are one of our favorites. So, what
1: do we, we do? We this? know a guy. Yeah, <laughs> we know a guy. <okay. laughs> so what all we do this week, boys? We do anything uh, cooking-wise? I
0: so- didn't do much. And uh, well, I guess maybe I should get into this a little yeah, bit. Fill us in on your uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, last week I was bragging about my big egg I just bought. So excited, so excited. They called me Monday morning and said that they was going to bring it on Wednesday. I was like, fuck yeah. Had my charcoal there ready to just do a burn-in. Super pumped! Got home early on Wednesday. Then they didn't show up with it, and I got uh, damn. I got thinking like, man, well, that- it's like three forty-five, and they still ain't here. And they close at six, so I called them, and they was like, uh, "Sir, it is going to be delivered on Wednesday, but not till next Wednesday." I said, like, "Fuck! Eat my ass, damn, damn." He thought he was going like to be burning in the egg this week. I was so week, pumped was about not, it. <laughs> he was not burning in the egg this week. No. But, yeah. so I didn't do it. Will much cooking anyway. And, and that will be a forever grill once it happens. Oh, yeah. But it's going to happen.
1: So mm-hmm. Wednesday, you'll be fine home to get, to get that. Yeah, you they, got charcoal. They got told charcoal? me it'd be. Oh, yeah. All right. What'd you it, get? Some royal
0: oak? Royal oak, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Are you gonna, they told me it'd be there 3.30 on Wednesday, so. Copy that. If my penis head boss is listening, I'll probably be leaving a little bit early on Wednesday. Just so you know,
1: you got some. You got some stuff. you got have some stuff thought out, ready to go. What's your first cook on there?
0: I haven't made my mind up yet. You got a well, lot I really of beef. Haven't. I do decision, have a lot of beef big decisions. a decision I mean, to make. Really don't know. Saying, <laughs> the, first
1: cook, the first cook. The first cook I did. I did some ribeyes on that motherfucker. But That'd be a good way to. Go. I'm not telling steaks. you. I'm not telling you what to do, but that's steaks. what I did.
0: Well you know my fondness for steaks anyway oh yeah <laughs> i yeah. cook steaks on fucking george foreman just so i can have a steak you know <laughs> i eat them some bitches yeah so, so more so, than likely you know i live by myself so it's probably gonna be a small meal anyway yeah it's yeah. been a
2: week though so you you did get all the accessories you got the uh expander uh that's that's part of it part of the it's delivery, all, it's all part of the delivery.
0: i did order well i um, see they sell them separate is that for people yeah. that break
2: them
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. gotcha. You can go in there and buy them there, yeah. I did order a cover for it, though. I got that. You got shelves? No, I got a table. I'm going to sit right beside of it. Oh, man, that one that Blake sent us this week has got (laughs) shelves on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I was a little jealous much, of that. How
2: much was that one?
0: Four hundred dollars.
2: God. With geez. a nest and tables on side. I know each side. why you sent that. I yeah. know why you sent that. It was one to rub it in Charlie's face no, and two that, for somebody I, to jump on it. I was it. trying
1: to help you out, bro. And it was it, it was yeah. like down the road from you. Yeah, I know. But it, was, not, in Adams, uh, it was in Adam's uh it was an Adam's uh neighborhood. Oh what yeah, ends? yeah, in Stonecrest. Uh huh. Yeah,
2: I saw that. Um now, I thought about and,
1: just going to get it just to fucking have it. But you know I didn't need it. You should have.
2: Yeah. i I already got that. The Vision Grill does a great job, but I'm I'm waiting a few years on the egg.
1: Or I could have bought it, and you just
2: bought it off of me. Yeah, that's true too. I could have done that, but yeah. then I'd been. Then I'd be
1: storing it here. Like yeah. I need another grill here, right? Yeah. You do need another <laughs> but grill. But it's here. a green egg. Maybe if one, it, or, one if or it's two more. Egg, if it's not cracked,
0: you can't beat that I don't price see, on
1: that. If it's not cracked, nothing wrong with it. That's a good deal. That's, that's a steal. The the deal. That's that's more than a good deal. Kind of got screwed on your, your warranty if something happens, but man, eh. take that's care a, of it.
2: That's okay. You got it for four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a deal. You got it for less than a Weber gas grill. Yeah. That never happens. Actually,
1: some gas girls anyways.
2: Yeah, that never happens.
1: Yeah. So Anyway, did you guys do any cooking, Blake? Uh, I did um, Monday. I did some chicken legs. We marinated some in Frank's Red Hot, so we ought to get what yeah. to do. We did some, and there was just some regular ones as well. Barbecued them uh, with some of that Tennessee red. Sweet, or blue that's hog, one, that's blue one hog. of my favorites, by yeah. the way. So good. And then Tuesday was Fat Tuesday, for those of you that don't oh, yeah. know. Uh, or participate. I love Fat Tuesday. Just saying, because guess what? I'm fat. So, <laughs> and I love Cajun food. So, I wasn't going to go. We were we were just going to do Taco Tuesday, weren't we? Shalynn. And uh, I see Hornville Tavern has a smoked gumbo and andouille sausage. Uh, smoked, sorry, smoked chicken and, and andouille sausage gumbo. Yeah. I messed that up. And so I was like, eh, yeah, I'm going to have to go out there and get some of that. <laughs> so... I went out there and got uh, two orders of that, and uh, it was tasty. I had a bushlight fishbowl and a hurricane that was
0: right where it needed to be.
1: (laughs) One of them was enough. and She even said they were strong, and I had one of them, and I was like, Yep. Better quit after yep. that one. Uh, That's good.
0: <laughs> Got to go back to work in a minute. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> after was work. Oh, that after work. But still, I had to get back to Elberfeld.
1: Yeah. Man, really, what true. do you do
2: on your lunch break? Uh, we
1: don't want to talk about that right now. That <laughs> yeah, penis head might be listening. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Wednesday's leftover night. No big deal there. Thursday rounder's wing night. We talked about that. Then Friday we said frozen pizza night. Wild, yeah. Mike's, Wild Mike's. Wild Frozen pizza, by the way.
2: Was that that one in that crazy colored box?
1: Yes. Is that good? Dude. Good? Really, really good. Hell yeah. It's it's a big piece, too. Like, it's it's a big one. Big pizza. And they come, with a, they come with a little packet of, not that we need it, we have seasoning out the ass, but yeah, Italian seasoning and a red flake, and you put it on top when you're done. Yeah. It was good. Really good. I'd recommend it if you can find them.
2: Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll have to give it a try. I actually, I had a deal with Dude, Snooks like the other day. It.
1: They were... Three for five.
2: They don't like me a good frozen pizza. My favorites are the uh, the lots of matzas. Those Ooh, are those are good. They, those Mine are too. probably my favorite right now. But I do like a good frozen pizza. You guys like the like even the DG frozen pizzas are good. Oh
0: dude. Hey, when you're drunk, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Getting yeah. something in you feel it sounds good. Speaking of but
2: Speaking of Pizza, I did do pizza this week. Yeah. On Thursday yeah. when you
0: guys did pizza. Yeah. What'd you have? Yeah, well
2: I used the Oh
0: Yeah. <laughs> It had a good pop, too. Yeah, it had a
2: good pop. Man, for somebody who said he would not go and drink today. Yeah. He's back. He's back. Guess he's <laughs> back. Back again. Yeah. It's very rare that I'm a quitter. Yeah, you're not a quitter. You're <laughs> never a quitter. That's why I'm always so surprised when you do quit, which has been like one time in the last year. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I did the uh, the old Aldi's crest that we promoted not too long ago, the Mama Cozy's. Uh, pizza dough, right? I did the cast iron. Ooh. I just shoved that bitch all, all in a 12-inch cast iron skillet, and I did a a big deep dish pizza. Uh, maybe went a little too heavy on the sauce. I should have went a little lighter on the sauce, but that was good. And then I pressed one out. My wife likes uh, thin crust pizza. So I pressed one out, and I think the other pizza is probably like a 18 or 19-incher. Damn. I did the whole thing, yeah. Damn, dude. And it, what and the hell I, did you put that on? And I still, dude, I have a big pizza stone. Oh, shit. Though in the oven. So I did that one on there. And, uh, dude, it was all good. I had uh, one was, uh, the, the thin crust was half pepperoni and black olive and half pepperoni and sun-dried tomatoes. And the uh, the deep dish and the cast iron was, um, let's see, we did pepperoni and banana peppers with hot sauce. So
1: money. Money. That sounds money. Oh, yeah.
2: But it mm. slapped, bro. It did slap. <laughs> it that slapped. slapped. <laughs> that one slapped. Dude, honestly, the cast iron did a really good job. I just uh, I buttered the cast iron skillet, uh-huh. just like you would like when you bake, right? Uh-huh. You, you just butter the whole thing with yeah. a stick of butter. Um, and then I just pulled that crust out and uh, worked it in and then pushed it up to the sides. I probably still went a little too heavy. Like, it's uh, the second time now, so... Just remember that you don't have to go so heavy on the sides because they're going to bulge out a little bit. Yeah, it it's bulges gonna, out. Sauce is going to probably leak about out. two yeah. inches. So I should have went a little thinner. Even that, I could have took some off and just done another pizza. Really, but sauce of choice, uh, dude. Just just Snook's can sauce. Disappointed me. Not tasting the sorry. hill. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They I were sold have, out. Just tell have, me they were sold out. They were, <laughs> <laughs> just lie to us right now. <laughs> Damn, I just couldn't, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Dude, don't I don't know where mean, it was. I mean, dude, I'm working with Dollar Crust. Yeah, that's like okay. I'm just, dollar me, sauce, I'm just giving you shit. That's Dollar, dollar, dollar Crust, Dollar Sauce, dude, that sauce, Cheese.
1: That, that, that pizza sauce, <clears> though, is money. The hell?
2: Whew. Oh, that is money. so
1: good. Anyway, though. It's just a regular pizza sauce. I'm just telling you, dude. It's a successful that's fine, dude. Yeah, pizza I'm night. the same. I'm the same way. Jeep is that. always
2: good. Jeep's always good. I think I do like the, the, the hill, though. Oh yeah, that. I mean, it's it's like it. a four
1: dollars sauce. That's the other thing. Like,
2: was it probably worth the extra three dollars? Yeah, but it's local. It's local though, bro. Dude, I did a I did a pizza. Night local, for under not. like twelve dollars, thirteen dollars yeah. is all I had in the whole night. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. That's awesome. But I mean I should've went like fifteen dollars and I Yeah. You opened your wallet with <laughs> that can o- of sauce.
0: Open your wallet, motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't open my fucking wallet that's, that's okay. just what happens. That's but okay. I, I, I knew I was gonna take
2: some shit for that. I just knew it. That's okay. I, I don't care. It's
1: pizza. It, and and really I just I'm so I'm a big sauce guy. Pizza sauce. I don't. Some people are like. Well, oh, give me extra cheese. Extra cheese. No, I don't want extra cheese. I want, I want a sauce. shit ton of sauce.
2: Yep, I sauce the shit out of this pizza. When I
1: get too. Uh, Papa John's, I think Papa John's for for the chain delivery, whatever you want to call it, pizza joint. Fast I think one. they have the best sauce. Yeah, I do too. And I get extra sauce every time I order.
2: Damn, I didn't know that. Yep. I know. The like they have an option. You.
1: you know, no sauce, light sauce, regular sauce, extra sauce. I'm like, boom, extra sauce every time. That's right. But anyway, uh, but speaking of pizza, I did,
2: I did put too much sauce though because I did it just leak out and shit no well it didn't leak out but like it just was a mess whenever I cut it like all the toppings and the stuff was just a mess so I I need I should have done sauce on top
0: yeah because that's the best way to do that when you're doing a deep dish pizza yeah
2: and Jill was like oh we don't need to do nothing fancy and I'm like okay whatever you want to do and that's just what happens right there yeah should happens should have just went with my gut and I didn't but it was still good it was really good
1: speaking of pizza we were at Gibson's last night Josh Gibson in town and he had his, as we call it, the easy bake oven. He's part of the cord crew.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, no. now, so easy, <laughs> easy. He,
1: uh, he did uh, homemade pizzas, and uh, he has a winter hot dog roller. When he's just rolled hot dogs and just drinking and having a good old time. Nachos and chips and salsa and all kinds of stuff. And he did like eighteen pizzas yesterday. He Damn, Damn, was slinging <laughs> them out of that yeah. thing. What do you have that set on? I don't know. Like four fifty. I guess he was banging them out. He had two pizza stones. He was just putting them on there and rolling them out. He had pizza boxes. He had the warming case. He he went all out. You know, it's, if, if you know Gibson, he goes all yeah. out. But, uh, pretty good. What did he do? Steal us from Pizza Hut? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't <laughs> bought it. He bought <laughs> 50, he bought 50 pizza boxes from GFS. Holy fuck. <laughs> and they're just 12 inch pizza, but still, Ain't and he so bought good. like a whole gallon can of red sauce. <clears throat> he bought a whole gallon can of nacho cheese. Uh, he had a whole thing of banana peppers, the big jugs, the big yeah. containers, and pepperosinis. Dude. He went all out. Cheese. Dude, he, was, he had like he
2: had this much cheese, like the big bags, two of them. Was he taking carry out orders? No. No, just for his <laughs> just
1: drunk food. Yeah. Drink food. Hell party yeah. Party food.
2: Yeah. Sounds like a good place to be. Yeah. Maybe we need to get him on board with a uh, a race day. Yeah. Just be like, Hey man, you wanna sling some pizzas today? <laughs>
1: you would have to have his generator to power that thing, but yeah. Fuck it. We would spring the generator. He's probably got one of those, too. Yeah, he does, yeah. Okay. We're good to He's go. Got a little one. Yeah, but that was a good time. That's about all the cooking I got for... Hell yeah. I ain't got shit
2: else, dude. I did burgers but one night, and that was about it.
1: I'm ready for tonight, though.
2: Oh, yeah. What are we doing tonight? I don't know. You tell us. I think some. Uh, yeah, I did something stock involved a, and some steaks involved. Stock a cooler. We talked about a little bit last week. We are doing original cheese steaks tonight. We're doing... OG. Chop steak onion, cheese whiz. And I got mushrooms. Some, no mushrooms. Mushrooms on the side. Oh yeah. Cap caps and cheese. I yes. got caps and cheese to throw on the side. No so peppers. I mean, Cause the peppers is
1: not a traditional. Nope. It's not a traditional chili no cheese steak. I
2: did bring sport peppers the to throw out. on. I did bring sport peppers to throw on. Oh, I will be doing that. If you want some sport peppers for a topping, but I'll be doing that. That that's the only peppers that are going on there. No peppers, onions, provolone is fucking cheese whiz yeah that's what's going on tonight on the griddle maybe some fries
0: pretty pumped about it
2: we're gonna cut are are we cutting potatoes yeah are we okay awesome cutting potatoes bacon cheese fries going down well
1: the one problem i have is Well, we might build no the one tank's almost empty we're gonna have to cook one before the other because i only got one tank that's okay we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out we got it. We're not going hungry tonight. Again. No. We're not going Shocker. That. We're, we never Shocker, go yeah, That's what I was going to say.
2: <laughs> we're drinking. We're talking. We're watching racing. You bet your ass we're eating. Yeah. So, anyway. I ain't got shit else for the smoke, boys. Nope. You guys got anything else? That's all I got. <clears throat> all right. We're going to move on to our driver segment here. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. Sorry. Our driver segment called the driver's seat. Yes. Momentarily. But, uh Yeah. Ready for that? Ready for that. All right. Hey, Scotty, how you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys?
2: how oh, we're doing we're doing great. Great. Glad that you're on. Thanks for your time. Um, so uh, we do a little segment here, the uh, the driver seat segment, and uh, we kind of run through some of your stuff. Um, you you kind of want to give us a uh, backdrop on your 2021 uh, campaign you did. It wasn't wasn't as many races you got on this year's schedule, but uh, you know it was all right
3: yeah uh so 2021 was a kind of a year um that i didn't really expect would happen um throughout 2020 uh it was a it was actually one of my most horrible race seasons i had um we had a lot of speed but it just a lot of ups and downs um wasn't racing a whole ton i was kind of in and out of a couple cars and then tried getting my family program back going because I had sold out in 2019 and it was just a uh, kind of frustrating um and I basically wanted to quit and then uh, uh a couple from around where I'm from uh called me up in uh, in November of 2020 and, and basically wanted me to come race for them and then uh you know I still had some pretty good resources behind me with partners and some equipment and uh you know they had some equipment and stuff like that as well so we more or less kind of merged everything together and uh i kind of said you know hey they just wanted to stick around and do ira stuff in wisconsin and i said uh yeah i'm 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 bored for it in a sense but i'd like to raise more than just that um and i was able to bring you know enough resources to to make that happen and i said if a brand new team here we should you know try to race as much as we can before this main series starts for us and and just make sure that we gel and stuff like that so we kind of started going all over we went down to um georgia and florida and then we uh the outlaws got canceled in the west coast swing so they started coming back through like we did the the mag and the rev and then um you know they came up in missouri so we ran all those shows and and then um kind of started like, Hey, this is all right. You know, we were doing okay to start. We were struggling in the features, but we were kind of learning a new package and, um, what everybody liked and they were trying to adapt to what I like and stuff like that. So then, um, we had an opportunity to go to Bristol. We got an invite from the outlaws and we were on board with it at first, but then we were kind of like, well, they haven't really tested any sprint cars here Not that we were, like, sketched out, but, you know, there just wasn't as much um, practice notes like the late models and the modifieds. You know, they were all there plenty of times before they even dropped the first race. So we decided to stick with the same plan to run that IRA thing, and um, we ran a few shows with them, and we were actually leading the points um, and doing okay. And then we did the all-star thing um, early May and had – had a good run going just we could not get any good luck going our way at all so we had kind of horrible finishes but um there was one one race we went to that was an ira show and i was just kind of at the end of the night frustrated a little bit and i said you know do we really want to follow this thing or should we we had an opportunity to go race four nights in indy um with the all-stars and uh i kind of begged and pleaded and stomped around like a little kid to get my way and then we ended <laughs> up going racing, uh, in Indy. And that was kind of the turning point for our season. That was um, the,
2: uh, that was the circle city and then Kokomo yep. and gas city thing, right?
3: Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, there was, is was obviously the all-stars, you know, there's quality cars and we kind of, you know, we had a really good weekend and kind of started, you know, getting people to recognize that, Hey, we're not here just to make the feature. We're here to kind of try to win races. And,
2: Absolutely. Um,
3: that was that was what our team needed, um, just to see that, hey, um, you know, we are capable of running with these guys. It was a confidence booster for all of us. It was kind of that new mojo for me, um, from all the bad luck I had in twenty twenty and then it kinda of carried on in the beginning part of twenty twenty one. Um, and from there it was like, Okay, well let's just go and pick and choose kind of the rest of the year. So that's what we did. Um, and then, so we had, you know, just that, that little momentum thing going, and then there was the All-Star swing in early June, started in Illinois, and then came up through Wisconsin, so we were really looking forward to it, like, hey, June's a big month for us, we're back home with the All-Stars, like, let's try to make some noise, and it started like that, we had, uh, you know, we went quick time with them at Fairbury, and had a top 10 with them there, had a top 10 at Wilmot. And then we went to Plymouth, which is my home track. It's five minutes from where I live and our shop and stuff. And, um, just got a little bit over my head in the heat race, jumped cushion, flipped. And, uh, when I landed, uh, it was, all right, something's not right here. So I got hurt and, uh, fractured my T4, uh, oh, vertebrae. Fuck. And, uh, I kind of had like a, my wife flash before my eyes moment, um, you know i had i had junked a lot of race cars early on in 2021 already and um you know just you flip and it is what it is but yeah. that one yeah. that one something happened and uh it was like oh man this is this is real you know yeah so absolutely. i was uh i mean the car wasn't even like wrecked like my guys had it all fixed i'm sitting in the trailer trying to hold back tears because it hurts so freaking bad and they're like hey b main's up and i'm like I, I was in so much pain, I couldn't even talk, and I'm like, we, we can't, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done, like, I'm, I'm hurt, there's something wrong, and uh, so, yeah, we were off for about uh, six weeks, um, learned a lot about how much my cars were safe, but a lot of big points that I overlooked a little bit, so um, thanks to Dave Sharpley, he actually reached out to me, Um, to make sure I was okay and saw what happened and got me hooked up with uh, Dr. Trammell and, um, you know, really learned the in and outs of of a cockpit a little bit more. um, So I got my inserts done and, um, you know, Trammell, he helped me out a ton as far as just uh, when I should get back and, you know, what I should do to get stronger and stuff like that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I I had a broken back, you know, and it was like, I was just so skeptical getting back in the car, and these guys were so eager. You know, obviously, we we were coming off of uh, high, and, uh, you know, so they wanted to get back going. And, I mean, I was was timid. Um, So, I finally said, all right, well, I feel a little bit better. I was able to do things, and it didn't really hurt. And I said, before we go racing, I want to go and test. And uh, so, we did that. And I absolutely hated these inserts. I was not comfortable. I felt like I was my head was through the top of the wing. Like I just everything was so out of place, but I'm like I know it's not. You it's, know, it's yeah. just it's it's just, a thing. it's just Yeah. So then um whatever, I'm like, you know, I'll just sack up and we'll go race. So Yeah. And we <laughs> that was like the first week of July and, you know, we just didn't come back like a like a sheep we came back like a roaring lion we went three nights in a row and by the (laughs) third night i was like boys yeah you're gonna pull me out of this race car because i was beat you know and uh, that's awesome yeah we we came back with a new track record at plymouth and uh smoked the old track record and then we went with the outlaws up at cedar lake and um you know i had decent runs we made both features and stuff like that it was just after lap 20 I was falling out of the seat just that little bit of time I was off and just I was probably more nervous about wrecking and what could happen you know and so we I was a little bit timid at first but then um end of July we we finally cracked off our first win that was my first win in almost a year and a half first win with the new team and that was like okay we uh we're clicking and you know let's let's get going so we ended up uh long story short <laughs> ended up with four wins for the year and um a couple new track records at plymouth there's one up at seymour uh you know we had multiple i think mean, we had 10 or 11 quick times throughout the year so um our qualifying program was great and you know we, we ended up winning some races so that was really good and um you know so then it was okay let move on to year two here and um
2: and this is all this is all in the know, 73 car correct
3: Yep. 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 So, uh, so we ended up getting uh, a new partner with um, uh, GSM Outdoors, but they they own a bunch of brands. But it was Walker Game Gear, Stealth Cam, and Muddy, um, and we still had some of our other partners from years past, mine and and theirs. Yeah. Uh, yep. Jump on board. So it was like, okay, you know. So we we had a you know a, a stronger financial situation with the team. So that was that was cool. You know, and looking at what the outlaws were doing, um, with that new toe support deal, the bonus program. And I was probably gun ho on it. I convinced Ozzy, who is my partner in this deal that, Hey, this probably looks great, you know? And
2: so you guys, um, you guys were thinking about full time.
3: Yeah, it was full time with something. And, uh, then kind of reality sunk in after the first of the year when, you know, we, we were trying to get things in motion. We got a new trailer, so we were getting that all built up. Cars were pretty much all done, but um, my crew was not really on board with doing that. Um, You know, we were in this great financial situation, you know, better than we've ever been, but it's still, you know, it still would have been a struggle. Um, You know, I wasn't really able to afford to hire people to make it the right way, you know, and I was more just looking at, at the year end, You know, hey, this thing should support itself uh, with all these bonuses and stuff. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I had my my core group of guys that we gelled so well with in 2021. And that was, okay. this is this is why we did what we did in 2021. We built this thing. Let's get to the next step. And we didn't have everybody's support with it. So um, we kind of had to look at it. And, okay, well, what makes sense here? And, you know, they basically they were trying to take more and more races off as I'm trying to add as many as I can, you know, it was was just a a battle for a little bit, a little bit there. So, um, you know, and then, well, obviously we all know diesel's not getting any cheaper here. No, it's not.
2: No, no, it's not.
3: So we kind of looked at, okay, well, what makes sense? You know, what, what's the next part of this deal trying to get to the next step in, in our program? Um, not just running, I don't want to be considered an IRA guy or just a Wisconsin guy. Like, and you know, how do we get more regional, more recognition on the national level? Um, You know, we have to go and do these races at the end of the day, Uh, whether or not we know we're going to get our asses handed to us, or we know we can maybe go and cherry pick and win. So, we kind of looked at all the schedules and said, you know, all right, let's get off our high horse of trying to be full time, whatever, Um, logistically,
2: put together a schedule.
3: yeah, so, you know, you, you still have to look at the benefits and stuff, you know, and uh, for for a week I was convinced, well, okay, let's, if we're not doing the Outlaws, let's do the All Stars. But you look at their schedule, and yeah, there's benefits and there's points, and they were pushing for us to do it too. But, you know, the six weekends that they have in Pennsylvania, three or four of them, I can run four or five hours from my shop and hit an Outlaw show, you know, that's a thousand, it's just a start.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: you know, and you just had to make sense of that a little bit, and you know, okay, uh, so if we go for a long stretch of, you know, six, eight races in a month, and everybody's taking off of work to do it, uh, maybe we need to stay back home for two, three weeks then, you know, and at the end of the day, um, you know, racing can be a head game, you know, you can have confidence, but if you get it handed to you for a long time, it, it don't matter where you race, you just kind of feel like you're on a low, so yep. maybe we need to try to go back home and win a few races, and Get that confidence built back up, and then get back out there. So Absolutely. we kind of looked at that. At okay, let's get aggressive here. Maybe back off a little bit here, and try to. As much as I don't like to admit it, we had to accommodate everybody that was a part of this deal. Um, can't, you know, and can't I was more self- own, man. Yeah, I was. I was. I was selfish in, in a sense. There, you know, and um, fortunately, all of our partners that we have, um, you know, besides Walker's Muddy um, mm-hmm. and Stealth Cam most of them are all well, pretty much all of them are wisconsin-based so they you know obviously they like to see us race at home because they can go there uh you know we're in the modern era here we have you can watch us wherever we race basically no matter what and where yeah. however you know with with dirt vision flow and uh, all these other pay-per-view things which is great and we do so they really don't care where we go so that's awesome you know so i was kind of you know, again in a selfish point of well, they don't care where we go, so let's just get going. When, you know, I had to really think about who, who put their heart and soul into this team basically on a voluntary aspect, you know. And yep. um so you know, so I just kind of accepted that fact. We got sixty five races on the schedule. Obviously weather has not helped us at all here to start, but No, you guys uh, got
2: you guys got clipped at the Rev and the and the mag, right?
3: Yep, yep, and then, you know, we, we did contemplate the Texas thing, you know, the weather was looking good, but then, you know, it, it was just going to cost us and fuel, almost two grand, and it's like, alright, well, we know we can make the features, we, we know that, um, but, you know, there's always what-ifs of, you know, what happens if you go down there and crack a car, blow a motor, or whatever, something stupid happens, it's just like, does it really make sense right now when we could be preparing more for the core season, you know, once April, May, June rolls around and, you know, all right, let this, face the fact, you know, hey, yeah. it is what it is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh,
3: you know, maybe we can do more during the season. You know, some people online were kind of like, well, why aren't you going to go here? Why aren't you going to go here? Um, you know, I want to go to Houston, but we were coming off a big stretch in June that I don't know if my guys could really even do it, you know. Yeah. Um, are we going to be burnt out? I don't really know, uh, but maybe
2: that can come into play now if some of these races don't happen, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. So, so, so you're, you're being flexible.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, so,
2: so tell me if I'm wrong. We, we had you last year, you have 65 races on this year's schedule. Last year you did 45. So you're up and by 20 last year, you had four yep. wins, like you said, 14 top yep. fives, 20 top tens. So still not as bad as you know, what you were explaining that you thought it was going to be, but it's still, right. I mean, it's a pretty good year for you. Um, yeah,
3: and I think, you know, obviously, with when I got hurt, that, the
2: that probably took some races of, out.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was a big chunk of races in June, and, and it worked for my guys, because they obviously didn't have to take off, so that was part of my selfish outlook at first of, well, we made it work last year, why can't we do it now? Well, it's like, well, okay, I mean, yeah, there was probably 12 races that we missed when I was off, and, you know, that was, that was a lot of time saved for, for those guys. So, um, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're ramping up Yeah, it's 65 races. Ho- you know, hopefully we can do more than what we did last year. We got to expect some rainouts, but, um, 43, that was, um, what we completely ended up with. And that was, I tied that for my personal racing amount in a year. Uh, I did the same back in like 2012, we were picking and choosing 360 racing at that time, so
2: yeah. And now but, you're just strictly uh, strictly running 410s, correct?
3: Yep, yep. So um, it's just there's not really any good 360 racing up by us. There's a steel block series that pays like 650 or 700 bucks to yeah. land. It's just it's not worth it That's at that point.
2: Off off topic a little bit. We're gonna we'll get back right. to, We'll get back to topics here. But do you ever do you ever run up to Eagle Raceway and watch the uh, snowmobile stuff up there?
3: Yeah, so I used to race snowmobiles. Actually, um, that was the first thing I ra- uh, raced uh, when I was six. I started snowmobiles uh, in the winter of 98, 99, and then I started racing go-karts the, the summer of ninety-nine. So I ran snowmobiles for ten years. I raced at Eagle River uh, all ten years,
2: and then and, that jumped uh, into uh, that jumped into IRA after that.
3: Yep. So uh, I kind of I had an opportunity to race a pavement late model in 20, 2008. Uh, I was 16 years old and um, I had that opportunity. It was a full ride. I just needed to provide a crew and uh, I was on board for that. And my dad, at the time, my uncle, or my, yeah, my uncle owned a car, um, a sprint car, and my cousin was racing. And um, he kind of steered my dad saying, well, you should just buy a junior sprint car. And uh, I was, I didn't like it. I, I hated them, actually. Like, I, didn't, I didn't want to sat in them. I'm like, this is dumb. I can't see nothing. And then uh, he ended up buying it. And um, I went and practiced it one day. And I'm like, all right, this ain't so bad. I'm like, you know, you can probably just sell all the snowmobiles off. <laughs> and everything like that. Dude, and, those, well, those
2: right. snowmobile it's races right. seem pretty fucking crazy sometimes, though.
3: It, it is nuts. And, and, I mean, it was getting pretty, pretty crazy when we got out of it, but the technology that they have in them now it's 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 stupid i mean it's <laughs> tracks they, they can lift tracks up and down
2: you know run on a half mile so track or lift tracks up yeah. and down on the water just are they yeah are, it's it, go ahead no oh, are they are all the tracks like eagle river is on the water right
3: um, or is it a, it's
2: an, actual track? No, it's it, an it, actual track it's an actual yeah. track okay yeah, it's okay High bank
3: paperclip half mile um I, I, I still hate the place. Like, we never did good there. I won one race when I was, like, seven or eight. Uh, it was just a little kitty cat thing, and that was about the rest of my uh, great career there. Everything else was, was horrible. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, those guys, they, they spend this as much in, in a, one sled as uh, as we do in a sprint car. Wow! And they can Dang. maybe run ten races a year from Manitoba to Quebec, you know, it's just uh, – and they get – oh, my God, they get paid pennies. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, – okay.
1: They really love it then <laughs> to yeah, do that. Yeah,
3: it's a true passion. Like, yeah. I looked at it like, you guys are dumb. After yeah. I got it, the first bar, we were breaking open, <laughs> yeah. you know. So. Yeah.
1: So what's, but, your, what's your favorite uh, Wisconsin dirt track that you've uh, – maybe Plymouth since it's a home track, but maybe there's another one.
3: Man, I, it's a tough question. You know, they all have their own – uniquenesses and stuff like that. You know, we've had success at Plymouth, you know, that's where I grew up. Uh, one pretty cool. Little bull ring, high bank joint. It has a lot of character to it. Um, you know, so I feel like, you know, Wilmon, I wasn't really a big fan of it, but we started having pretty good success there. We won to race there this year, had a top 10 with the outlaws. So I don't know if I really have really a, a favorite track around here. Um, they all have, they all have a story. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So.
1: So, is there any tracks? That, so, looking forward to your schedule this year that you're looking forward to. Uh, um. That you haven't ran out yet, or just be, you've been before and you want to get back to?
3: Yeah, I've been to pretty much most of them. Um, Attica, I ran out there. Like I had three laps there ever in my career, <laughs> and then it rained out. So just tackling some of that um you know tough ohio stuff you know them them locals ain't no joke and yeah doing some of that atomic i ran out there a couple years back but we had some issues so just you know those are it's going to be kind of a start over there because i really don't have no notes but i guess what i'm really looking forward to is going back to some of the missouri outlaw tracks you know uh, pivley oh that's a badass lake ozark and stuff like that where we had good runs going, qualified really well with uh, Outlaws at Pevely, made a dash, and then we just put an anchor out in the feature. So we were struggling last year with cars. We had we had one car that just it wasn't working, and once we switched, it took us a little while before we switched it, and it just everything kind of took off from there. That's when we started getting our speed with the All Stars. So I think just going back to those places with what we know now and just try to perform better later in the night we know we can qualify uh but we need to be able to hang up front and i think you know we kind of showed that at wilmont which is you know yeah it's a home-based track but we were able to get a top 10 with them there so just take the package that we know has been working really well and go back to the places where we maybe had good runs or where we struggled at and try to just excel from there um i feel like i left a few potential chances at a win with the all-stars last year at a few places um Lake Odessa in uh, Michigan we you know we were in a podium spot something broke um and it could have been way worse than what it was but uh you know just we had good runs going and just try to capitalize on that stuff is what I'm kind of looking for and you know we we're we're, we're again kind of in a pick and choose just be flexible have fun with it and hopefully we can try to just excel with that and you know not have to stress about a points thing and just try to you know just try to go and win
1: yeah for sure well, what's your uh what's your thoughts on Hobstock? we're we're uh Hobstock, our home track so we saw okay. that on your yeah, schedule so, I've, so uh...
3: I've i've never raced there uh so i guess yeah that's one where i've never been to well, i'm really looking forward to it i think um I don't know, kind of them the nasty little short tracks. I feel like I excel at. Um, like I'm really disappointed. Circle City's not happening. Like people complained about it and whatever. Uh, you know, I, it was,
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they complained about it. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, why? Why complain about more racing?
3: Right. You know, and I, I feel like maybe they missed the boat a little bit on their Thursday night deals that they were doing. Um, yeah. I, I I've promoted some races and I feel like I've. Uh, um, you know i see what they were trying to do with with um you know trying to do thursday nights before the all stars went anywhere and it kind of backfired on them cuz yeah. no nobody showed
2: up dude thursday nights um, thursday nights hard in indiana
3: <laughs> yeah definitely hard they were going up again you know that uh, that one in june or july they were you know going out to missouri for like two weeks so it was like well you can't really expect these guys to just go to a local 3,000-win show to just to support you because it's in yeah. their backyard. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, even right probably before, leaving already or, you know. And right before the whatever, weekend, too, so. you
1: could junk it for Friday-Saturday show that you're going to run, maybe.
3: Right. But yeah. you are you know, right. So I feel like they maybe missed the boat just a little bit there. I, I was hoping he'd give it another chance for the wing guys, but, you know, the, the car count wasn't there on the Thursday nights. And, you know, I get it. He, he probably lost a ton of money on us, and, you know, that was that. But it's just – that style racetrack you know just get up on the wheel um that's just kind of what i grew up with so
2: dude but i, I get feel like hop I get the idea of that way. the the idea with circle city being home based to, you know a lot of racing you know you should be able to draw a crowd and they didn't be they, they weren't able to do it right
1: but yes yeah so. hop stop hop stop though uh we'll be looking for you when you're here but Good
3: uh, deal. Yeah, so that, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, actually, one of my go kart engine builders, they were from around there, so um, just maybe see some old race friends and stuff like that too. So yeah, um,
2: yeah. So that's. Uh, we'll stop by and see you that one. for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely stop by and see you. righty.
1: So pretty frequent at Knoxville. So I think you were there quite a bit here lately. Yeah. So you so, say you're more of a bouldering guy, but the bigger tracks, I mean.
3: Well, that's just, you know, where we uh, we don't really have a ton of that around by us. We yeah. have two half miles in the States that get raced once or twice a year and they're nothing nothing like any other half mile in the world. Um, one is literally one race a year, so it's usually hammered down and it's huge. I mean, but it's just different. It's, it's super flat. There's, you know, it's you kind of and you, you're not racing against You know, the outlaws. It's, you know, IRA cars, but you have five or six of those cars that really can show their fate at that place because a lot of people are intimidated by it. So you don't really get good testing there. Um, We've had good success at both places, but um, yeah, up until 2019, that was the first time I was ever at Knoxville um, to race and in person. And we went one night before the Nationals qualified all right and that kind of what helped us get into the show for that night and then nationals didn't qualify well started on the front row you know got into a feature just because I was able to hold our own and then um yeah we <laughs> we were horrible the rest of the weekend so um 2020 we tried to get there a couple times you know whatever and then last year it was like okay if we're going to go to the nationals we need to start figuring our stuff out here and get some laps So we went there four or five, I think maybe four times, three, four times before the nationals. Um, You know, nothing was stellar. We ran like twelfth to one night. We're like, whew, we did great tonight. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. It was successful, you know, but we were still, we knew we were going to be out to launch. So it was just learning a little bit more there. You know, everything's just driving styles different. Your setup's different. uh, Shocks are so huge. Um, So, I felt like finally, after the Nationals, we ran, you know, three nights in a row. And finally, about three to go on the D main, I finally figured it out. Like, hey, this is how you're supposed to race it. And, uh, you know, we started coming up through there, and, you know, we transferred in, and then we uh, had a little engine issue, so we didn't get to run the C. But, um, yeah, it's just, if you're going to go there and you want to do well, like, you just need to get laps. Acclimated for sure. uh, We figured, hey, you know, if if there's weeks where we know we could go race somewhere else, but it's a long ways away, guys have to take off of work and they can't do it. um, Then let's let's just go Saturday to Knoxville and everybody's can go um, and just try to capitalize on on just getting you know logging some laps there and just getting some more notes. So um, that's important. But I kind of said, you know, it, if we didn't do that, as bad as it sounds, I'm like, it doesn't really pay to go to the nationals. Then, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, at the end of the day, it's an expensive week, um, yeah. and just to get, you know, it, it does pay really well, even for sucking. Like, <laughs> you know, you can run the D main, and yeah. you know, but I think last year we ended up coming home with twenty four hundred bucks for the week. You know, which, all right, whatever. But you know, we probably spent five grand just. Yeah. being there for weeks, so, so you lost
2: you lost 2600 just being there but yeah you
3: know so it's just you gotta look at the big picture and it's like and i think that kind of woke him up a little bit like yeah you're right like if we're gonna do it we're doing it to try to make the show and or at least just be better off than where we were
1: yeah be closer know? yeah be yeah be better every year if you, if you go every year yeah yeah right so where were you so, uh you were there this last year uh, the pits are scattered throughout the town where where was your uh set up at
3: so we, uh, ended up, I got hooked up with, um, this family that had a, a farmhouse in Pleasantville. Um, in, I think it was 2019. So we, uh, I've been going there the last couple of years now and you know, it's, you miss the party, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day I'm there to race. So I, I don't really care about that too much. Like I've never experienced the nationals in that aspect. Yeah. Um. But you know you get away from it a little bit, so they have a nice shop that we can work out of and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, it's just the the unloading and loading process. You know, get in line, sit there all afternoon just to get a good spot, and then go from there. So, um, yeah, I'd love to be parked off of uh, three or in the parking lot across the street. But it's just uh, you got to be there
2: early
1: in the
3: week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of guys there. Yeah, I tell you what,
2: process. I tell you what, on your off day, if you if you'd like. I mean we're gonna be there, so we we got a spot for you if you guys want to park at our campsite and uh experience part of it at least. All
3: right. We'll maybe have to take you up on that.
2: <laughs> I mean we'll we'll be there, so Yeah. Good deal.
1: But, um so what was your what's your biggest career win, uh, as far as dirt, not not counting the snowmobile stuff?
3: <laughs> um
1: Or is there one? I'm sure there's one, maybe, hopefully.
3: Yeah. Um, probably back in the 360 days, um, there was the Upper Midwest Sprint Series, um, they've kind of got away from full-out 360, like, ASCS stuff, like, in 2012, 13, 14, like, it was, it was getting ramped up pretty good, like, it was before that Midwest Power Series thing started, and stuff like that, so anyways, they had, uh, the Open Wheel Nationals at St. Croix Falls, it's not, uh, in operation anymore, but... (laughs) tiny little bull ring you know it was a big event you know there's big midwest 360 hitters there um, you know dover Tatnall, negroes all them guys um yeah. so they had a 5,000 win show and um at that point it was a pretty big deal so we had won that um so that was like the biggest pain race we had up until that point um yeah i mean that was just a pretty cool deal got a lot of recognition you know, I haven't had really any huge, huge 410 wins. Um, my first ever IRA 410 win was actually with my ASCS 360 at Beaver Dam. <laughs> so I was so, like, well, this is, it's cool, but, you know, it's, yeah. it still wasn't my four, first 410 win. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it wasn't just the wins as my career highlights. Um, You know i got a a fast time with the outlaws at jackson in uh 2020 um so a year when my results were horrible we still had speed and um nashville in 20 uh 19 was that yeah yeah at the fairgrounds Fairgrounds track career highlight at that point like we made two world of outlaw dashes um we won a heat race, you know, had two top tens or uh, one top 10. We, we broke the second night. But um, <laughs> at that point I felt like we were just nothing. We were piss ons in the world. Uh, and, you know, went to a, again, a little nasty, a little boring that I just excelled at. Um, so that was probably one of the, at that point, the biggest moment. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, anytime you can, put your name on top of a chart with the World of Outlaws, no matter what it is, like, yeah. it feels pretty good.
2: So, For sure. Might and, actually yeah. might actually say a lot about you. I mean, there's – nobody had been to that track really. So, right. I that mean,
3: was made
1: it on the paper it was, track. It was, it was made dirt on the paper, on paper dirt, track. So.
2: Yep. So,
3: yeah. I liked it. I mean, a lot of guys were like, this is horrible. and You know, but the fans, they never saw anything like that before, so they didn't really know the difference. But I'm like, hell yeah, give me the crappiest, <laughs> slickest – piece of crap you can (laughs) give me and I'm great, you know. Um bouncing Uh, off the guardrail and stuff. But yeah, it was you know, just when you race against professionals and you know, you're not just going to the racetrack just to try to make the show and you can put yourself up front. It just feels pretty good. And in twenty twenty, I know we got um they had posted a picture after our quick time and I just had a little like twenty eight foot trailer not extra height nothing like we packed as much <laughs> stuff as i had in my 44 footer in this little 28 footer and um, people were heck- hecking us. you know n- not heckling us but they were making comments like hey you don't you don't need big fancy rigs to go yeah. time with the outlaws unfortunately the rest of the weekend was horrible for us but uh you know just that made you feel good at least you know so that's uh yeah for like sure it, sometimes that's better than just a, a career highlight win
0: so uh, what's, what's the food scene like there in Wisconsin?
3: The food stand? Is that what you said?
0: Food scene.
3: Just like, um, like-
1: restaurants and...
3: Yeah, so obviously, well, where I'm from, Sheboygan is famous for the barat. Uh Johnsonville is about 10 minutes from where I'm from. Uh, so that's...
0: Didn't know that. You
3: see that quite a bit. You know, it's kind of a, a delicacy around here. Uh, Sheboygan hard roll. Uh, so it's uh, it's not really like... People think it's like a hard piece of bread, but it's just, uh, uh, for us, when I don't have a sandwich with a hard roll, it's like, what the hell is this? Uh, so, so instead uh, of your dinner
1: roll, you got the hard piece of bread.
3: Yeah, but it's, uh, it's just a fluffier bread. I gotcha. But, um, okay. It's just different than a regular hamburger bun. You gotcha. Know, it's kind of soft and moist or whatever you want to call okay. it. Like it's just different, but that's all I grew up with and a lot of racetrack, uh, facilities around here you know still kind of utilize that and um yeah i don't know we uh we i don't know it's just kind of we have all different kinds of stuff around here really but uh nothing like super big city life like um uh, kind of just
1: small town stuff
3: for food and you have some steak joints here and there supper clubs are big um more or less bigger on just the drinking aspect than probably the food <laughs> but some of these places, you, by the time you go get dinner, you're numb, so everything tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So you mentioned Johnsonville. What's your? There's different variations. What's your? Is there a favorite different flavor? You know, they got a bunch of different flavors out now. I'd,
3: yeah, they have a ton. Um, I'm,
1: we,
3: I'm not really a huge fan of Johnsonville brats. Okay. Um, actually, I mean, there's a lot of local, gotcha. you know, meat Better, guys that make okay. their own. Okay. Um, Johnsonville's is huge. You know, so obviously they they distribute all over the world. Um, so you kind of, just as a grilling aspect, um, a lot more fat in them, you know, so you got to watch your flame where some of these other local guys like Meese uh, is a, is a local meat place in, uh, in Sheboygan. Um, they make their own. It's just a little more lean, you know, like I think the flavors there. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, then you have like Clements and whoever sponsors the brewers. I forgot which one they have now, but. Um, there's there's a handful of them, you know, that are bigger named and then you have your local guys that local communities are probably going to prefer more than you know the big name guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, what might be your favorite restaurant? Oof.
3: I would uh well, okay. So, if you want to go like on the fancy end, there's uh Italian joint in Sheboygan called Stefano's. Um and that's more like a, you know, you're going to see your big city life people wanting to go there because it's probably more common. But if you want, you know, true Italian, that's, you know, you go there for special occasions. It's going to, it's not going to completely break your pocketbook, but it's, it's up there, you it's gonna know, put it's in really, it. it's really, really good. Yeah. And then, you know, we have some like local pubs. Um, my wife and I moved about 15 miles north of where I'm from in Sheboygan. And um, there's a lot of, a lot of bars everywhere in wisconsin but a lot of places that you know do home cooking right out of the bar so uh, there's a place up here it's called rinds on york um just a little bit different you know they throw their twist on a lot of comfort food but it's it's pretty solid pretty solid
0: <clears throat> yeah we got a few local places too that we hit better than those big expensive places <laughs> yeah we feel like anyway. i feel like
3: even racing, you know, you find a, a place, um, you know, in different cities. You get to kind of experience all that and try to go back to them places when you're when you're on the road. Hey, you need so.
2: you need local around here. You just let us know, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, good deal. We're not afraid to eat. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our team.
2: yeah. Same here.
0: So uh, tell us a little bit about Gibbsville cheese. I know they're a big sponsor. Stuff looks yep. good.
3: Yeah. So. Again, another deal where we're kind of just prone with uh, Wisconsin cheeses. It doesn't matter really what um, company it's from. It's just everybody, when we go out racing and we hand out, our, you know, little cheese curds, they're like, this is the most amazing thing ever, you know? And it's, <laughs> we're just so used to it. We're like, oh, okay, you know? And um, so, but there's, I mean, just in like Sheboygan County, where I'm from, I mean, there's probably seven, eight different cheese companies, um, you know, all just have different, different things, you know, they're putting out the same product, but some do some things a little bit different. Phil at Gibbsville, you know, he thinks that, um, his, uh, string cheese isn't as great as another, another guy right down the road, you know, and he's like, I can't figure it out. Uh, but you know, hey, I'd prefer his (laughs) over mine. So I I think it's kind of cool that they, um, kind of work together like that but yeah phil and it's been a family-owned thing for a long long time i think they started in 1933 um so i believe it was his his, uh grandparents started it or his grandpa started it, and then dad took it over he took it over um his kids pretty highly involved now so just a little i mean gibbsville is literally you blink and you're through it it doesn't even really (laughs) show up on anything so uh but they have a little storefront uh we had our car on display there later in the year last year and um we handed out like three cases of cheese curds f- that was we were just gonna give cheese curds out to people that came in there oh, i couldn't yeah. believe how many people stopped in this little place <laughs> in the middle of nowhere for cheese um, but,
2: for cheese <laughs> yeah it
3: was, it was cheese curd day i mean it was fresh you know see so oh, fresh cheese curds they're squeaking uh, they were hot, actually, yet in, ooh, in the case. Oh, yeah. So, as fresh as it gets right there. Yeah, so these people were, I mean, a lot of locals that just take that in, like, hey, you got to have fresh. That's the only way you can have it. But, I mean, there was a guy from Colorado there. There was a couple people from Illinois that came up. Um, I think there was a, was there a Michigan? Like, it just people that were maybe traveling that just looked up, you know, local stuff to get. Um, so it was pretty cool, like, just the the. the diversity of people coming in um and where they're all coming from so um yeah they have everything you can think of and beyond uh just your classic cheeses and then they um there's a local wing company around here legend larry's that makes their own sauce so they started incorporating cheese with some of the sauces um you know
2: throwing that's right. garlic that's in right on par with this this.
3: Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, they have like a yeah. mystery cheese where it's kind of a blend of a bunch of different things. You really don't know what you're getting. Um, a couple of aged cheeses, like we had this one cheddar at the shop uh, end of last year that was aged for I don't know a few years, which sounds like it would be disgusting, but it's all you know, dude. I, I however I, they,
2: you know what I was I was going to bring it up just just now, but I have some cousins that do a. Uh, they have a, they have a house in Minocqua. Um, oh sure. Yeah yeah yeah. So they always bring down cheeses. So I, I'm with you on the aged cheese thing, man, dude. The aged cheese is the best cheese. Yeah,
3: I mean it's rich. That's the only way you can go.
2: This.
3: Yeah, it was phenomenal.
2: <laughs> so are you a Bloody Mary guy, being from Wisconsin?
3: Oh yeah. So I I actually sold uh, liquor for about six years of my working career. Um, so. Um,
2: Before you yeah, started you building homes, it,
3: right? I don't do that. That's all my dad. Okay.
2: okay. So I, I tried
3: working for him. I tried working for him when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and uh, it was about a nine-hour day. And I turned to him and I said, "Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can have this." So you're <laughs> so you're,
2: you're actually <laughs> Scott Junior then, right?
3: Kinda, yeah. Our middle names are different, so like okay. everybody calls me Junior, but okay, whatever. gotcha. So I said, "I'll race for you," but. <laughs> I ain't working for it. and it's been Fair like enough. that since i when i was that age right around that age um you know we were we were going all over with the snowmobiles we were going all over with the go-karts and um you know he kind of said hey if you want to keep doing this you got to find your own sponsors yeah. so i that's where i kind of picked up my passion of you know sales selling stuff um public relations marketing all that, and then I went to school for all that and been in sales for my career aspect um, since it since starts. So um, that's what I do. That's what I like to do. I can work on race cars. I can't work on daily cars. I don't have any interest in that, and <laughs> I have people that have shops for that stuff. So yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So,
3: yep. uh, yeah, so uh, Bloody Marys, yes, love them. Fuck yeah.
2: Uh, that's like the Wisconsin drink of, that there is, right, Bloody Mary? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. You got ser- you you to serve that it, shit with,
2: like, fucking burgers and pizzas and shit oh, on man. top of there's it, right? There's
3: places around here that, you know, they'll charge 40 bucks for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> there's, there's, it's a know, whole meal. Yeah, there's probably $100 worth of food <laughs> on top of it. So, yeah, you, you can you can go run a good one on Saturday night and you just keep her going by 9 and 10 in the morning with, with your uh, breakfast and pound down a couple Bloodies and go from there.
2: So, do you do the whole, uh, like, snowmobile from town to town thing and drink at the different bars?
3: uh Uh, i've done it a few times um i don't have a sled anymore after uh, i kind of quit racing i was kind of done with the trail you know trail riding deal
2: i've heard it's a good time
3: yeah i mean the the good trails are all up north so you know you're gonna be driving three four hours monocqua up there and stuff like that we don't get as much snow as we used to like this year we it was pretty mild so trails didn't even open around here so you know these guys are spending twenty twenty five grand on trail sleds, and you got to go drive four or five hours, and it's just I wasn't about that. That's I a kinda, bummer. Yeah, I kind of got sick of the cold too. Like I hate it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Probably uh, be I'm, racing. I'm pretty content with just <laughs> sitting uh, by the fireplace. You know, yeah, exactly. So, or my buddy does some indoor go kart racing and stuff. There you like, go. Uh, I'll pursue that because it's
0: yeah, it's indoors. indoors. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Out of that so. world. Er. So is there any other sponsors you'd like to thank or mention?
3: Yeah, so uh obviously um like I said our our new one with with Walkers and Stealth and, and Muddy, uh, that's a pretty cool deal. Uh so we'll be working pretty hand in hand with them this year trying to get the Walker game here thing um pushed out to race fans. Um so they're they were known for their you know, hearing advancement aids and stuff like that for hunting. Uh, where you could hear a lot better, and then it would, you know, muff the sound when you shot. Um, So they're huge in that aspect, and and Chris was like, hey, we really, you know, you go to races and you see a lot of kids that are coming with families, and sometimes they aren't always protected properly with with hearing, you know. Dude, what a good good segue there. Yeah, so he goes, I really want to try to push – you know, we're not just a hunting company. We are a safety company, and we're all guilty of it. I mean, we're, you know, we fire our car off. We got our head down by the header. It's just barking at us, and, you know, we got nothing in our ears. Yep. So, I mean, I ran snowmobiles that were, you know, modified sleds, that custom pipes. I mean, they were loud as shit. And, you know, I'm <laughs> 10 years old, and it's just cracking off the ice, and, you yep. know, hey, whatever. Like, so we we were all guilty of it, and, um, you know, I, I find myself saying, huh? Quite a bit, you know. <laughs> and, uh, that ain't going to get any better. So it's just, uh, I, I feel like it's a pretty cool avenue to get that brand pushed in that regard. Like, hey, we're not just hunting; we are safety. Uh, so we got a lot of cool stuff coming with that. Uh, trying to get product out there for for everybody.
2: Are you um, Are you a hunter yourself?
3: Yes. Yeah. You? So it kind of worked hand in hand with with the brands. I oh, currently yeah. use some of the brands. Um, so try to really kind of not only just push it with the racing end but you know be able to utilize it with my personal hunting and everything like that
2: maybe um maybe that's a conversation for in person with me but there uh, you go (laughs) (laughs) i'm a a huge hunter so good uh, deal
3: yeah yeah. so we'll have some promo codes and stuff coming out this year um i'm really looking forward to that and, and really grateful for their partnership with us uh obviously Gibbsville cheese without him we couldn't do a lot of this um He's a big, big supporter in our program. Uh, has been with Ozzy for a long time. I just kind of, obviously, when we merged everything last year, got to know him and um, understand, you know, his, his aspect in this deal. And um, you know, he's on board with whatever we do, so that's great. Professional plating out of Berlin, Wisconsin. They do a lot of uh, coatings of different metals, uh, from zinc plating, e coating, powder coating, um, just a lot of different plating aspects. Um, he's been with me since 2011, so Larry's a great guy. He gives back to the community. He's, he's just a huge supporter of us and um, just a great guy. Scott Deal Builders and my parents, um, obviously without them, I wouldn't be exactly where I'm at right now. So um, cool to kind of have all their support like that. Um, complete Water, uh, KSI Supply like these are all local local guys that have just supported us for a long time and then uh let's see here who else we got we got uh great parents um a fellow up out of minnesota he helps us out quite a bit with tires and helps out with some of our expenses when we go racing up in his neck of the woods um just kind of a out of the blue we pulled into a racetrack in minnesota 2010 some guy came over and said hey where are you from we're seven hours and from wisconsin from here and Oh, cool! And uh, he's like, "Will you come on back next time? Maybe I'll help you out." Sure enough, we rolled in the racetrack uh, a couple of weeks later, and um, we had a couple of tires just sitting by the trailer. Um, so it just kind of started from there. And he's a great dude. So you know, you got to respect the people that really are passionate about the sport, and he helps out a ton of guys. So uh, it, it's pretty cool to have people like that. You know, a lot of our product sponsors, Triple X Chassis. Uh, King Racing Products, K1, uh, Kaiser Wheels. Um, you know, uh, they've just they've supported what we've done for a long time, and um, you know, it's just you gotta, you gotta be grateful for every partner you have and respect everything that they do. So, absolutely, uh, we're, we're we're pretty fortunate. Obviously, yeah. yeah, we'd love to have zeros added on to our checks every single year, <laughs> or stuff yeah. like that. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't um, we all? Can't do
2: yeah, it without
1: those exactly. guys. So you wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be there without those guys. So.
2: So no. uh, if you would nice ask me this, you
3: know, where we're at right now, five years ago, I never thought we would be here. So. Well,
2: dude, it's good. It's good. You're there, man. And we're, dude, we're, dude, we're stoked you're there actually. It's it's yeah. great, it's it's great to have people like you around. Yeah, yeah. So I'm
3: looking forward to it and obviously, yeah, I, I want to go and race as much as we can. And, um, we have the, you know, great people supporting us to do it all and hopefully we can make them proud and go win some races and, you know, just keep building on what we got going on here.
0: So uh where can people find you on social media?
3: All right, so yeah, I have uh I got Twitter, I got Facebook, Instagram, uh, my website, so a lot of it's pretty much just Scotty Field 64. Um, our Facebook page is Scott Thiel Motorsports. Um yeah, I think Twitter and Instagram is all Field 64 scottyfield.com. Um, is my website, so that's where you can find most of it. I think I got clickable links to all the social pages <laughs> there are there. It's yeah. all there. I'm not a TikToker or anything like that. But, That's not uh, good, me neither. I feel, like,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> I feel like it's getting there, you know. It is. You guys are it doing is. it. So. Everything's yeah.
2: going video man.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I get it. You gotta We're gonna have you to do gotta it as be, well, uh, man. I feel it. Right. You gotta be on the up and up. So some of our partners uh, are savvy in that nature, some aren't so it's I good. feel like we can kind of play the role of, well, yeah, we can do some stuff. We we don't really need to do some stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to push your brands and push the people that support you. And if you can get, I always say it. You know, they're the return on investment in racing. You know, some maybe see it a lot larger than others. We're fortunate the partners we have. You know, they they do get business from racing. They're not getting rich off of it, but they don't. It doesn't matter to them. You know, they yeah. they just And like They enjoy it passion we have yeah. they like come along get to see it be hand in hand um you know so it's it's pretty cool like that And I, I always said if we can get one person throughout the year to call one of our partners and say hey i saw scotty racing. i want to buy whatever or get a contract with say professional plating to get stuff plated like if we can just get one guy a year like
0: yeah. that
3: will last longer than anything else for yeah, sure yeah it will. so so you know uh we try to be on the up and up with with social and keeping things posted and get you know get the updates up there. So um, you know because you just never know who's looking and what what could come from that. For Absolutely.
2: Sure. Well, man, we've uh, we've kept you longer than we said we would. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. We I appreciate, know, dude. It's been dude. It's been great. A lot of dude, info. A lot of a lot of, a lot of talk.
1: I love. We love talking racing. So yeah, good go. stuff.
2: But we will, uh, dude. We will see you at Hobstot We'll stop by. We make sure we we'll make sure we talk to you and uh, maybe give you a sticker and you know see see what comes see what comes up.
3: Sounds good. We'll make sure to have plenty of cheese along for that too. Dude, oh,
2: yeah, I'm for excited sure. for that. We'd be excited. <laughs> All right, we might have
1: something for you too. You never know, some barbecue or something. I anyway, like
2: it anyway, yeah. dude. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot. And we will uh, talk to you soon.
3: Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey,
2: You're no welcome. problem. Man. Thanks see for you, being buddy. on. See you guys. And that was Scotty Thiel, ladies and gentlemen. Charlie, you got any more words for the fans?
0: I might have a couple. All right, let's hear them. Peace Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.